Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I'm Vicky McLeod. This time around, I am talking to Serbian athlete Lazar Dukic. He tells me about his experiences at quarterfinals, sibling rivalry with his baby brother, and being a member of the Professional Fitness Athletes Association. So, let's get to it. Welcome to the Europe is Coming podcast, taking you inside the minds of Europe's best CrossFit athletes and the people behind them. Welcome, Lazar Dukic, to the Europe is Coming podcast. And I'm very happy to have you here. It's very early in the morning uh, for both of us, actually. Well, early is a relative thing, but it's quite early in the morning. You are in France and I'm in Spain. And um, we are having a pre-training chat. Exactly. Are you back into training just straight off after quarterfinals? Are you not taking a rest? I took uh, one full rest day. And uh, then uh, Tuesday I uh, did one session like uh, bodybuilding or, or accessory. And then yesterday, uh, Wednesday, I just started normal training. Because when I con- uh, contacted you for an interview and said, don't you need to have a, bit, a few rest days? You were like, what? I don't need any rest. Like you're like a Superman or something. No, it was just uh, uh, I'm used to much more volume than uh, what quarterfinal looked like. And uh, I, I did uh, on Friday, I did uh, three workouts. Uh, so I just had two, two, left, two left for uh, two days. Uh, so one on uh, uh, Saturday, one on Sunday, which is very like easy day mm. for me, and uh, that's it. Just uh, I I took one day just to like relieve of the stress that I had during that weekend, and then just back to work. What did you think of the workouts? Did you like any of them? I, I like I like all of them actually, and I think it was uh, very well programmed. What what I didn't like is uh, the floor plan. Uh, it was it was too complicated for. I, I know many people struggle to to uh, make everything happen in the, in their gym. Like they needed to move equipment or or whatever. For me, for example, I uh, needed to travel to to France uh, from Serbia because uh, in whole Serbia there is not a single place that have all of those stuff. Uh, so let's say uh, rope and the wall ball target needed to be 2.5 meter apart and then we needed the additional uh, uh, space for running so uh, there we have me and Luca my brother we have a home gym which does not have uh, all of those stuff together and uh, then the gym that we also train in uh, doesn't have um uh, they, they don't have ghd they don't have uh, uh like also the which one first first uh, like a space for for lunging and uh, walls for uh, for handstand push-up in in our gym we have just one uh, handstand push-up station and we needed two for the workout so it was not possible to do it in our place uh, so I decided to go to France to like I my girlfriend lives here and I came to 
to complete the workouts here. And I trained here a couple of times for a, for longer periods. And I'm used to this place and it was okay for me. But uh, Luca decided to stay at Serbia. So he needed to manipulate a lot of stuff to bring GHD to one gym to uh, he didn't do anything except lifting in our home gym so he needed to travel between the cities but he made it happen so it, it all panned pan out good but uh, it was a little bit complicated so yeah workouts are were very good but the floor plan could have been more simple you're not alone in saying that i know that you that's an epic tour for both you and your brother but even here in Mallorca it was it was quite complicated as well there was a we have big gyms big size gyms here C23 um is a huge gym I don't know if you've ever visited but it has a, a lot of space for lunging and running but just to make sure that everything is in the right place for all the different athletes was a was a strict um a planning nightmare actually <laughs> yeah I, I, I can I can imagine I I know about uh C23, I, I know John, I know Christoph, Gabby and Jacqueline. We, are, yeah. we, are, we know each other, so yeah. And uh, your mate Josie was very busy. Yeah, of course. As well. yeah. <laughs> he said to say hello. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so which, um, which affiliate did you do it at in, in France? Uh, CrossFit Nero, Strasbourg. What was it like there? Was it a friendly place? Yes, yes. Uh, um they they made made it happen so quickly i i uh, wrote my girlfriend i'll come like on um, thursday and she asked if i can do quarterfinals there and they they were like absolutely and uh, for example there is a uh short rings that i wanted to do my workout on and there was one bar that connects the rig and I, I was scared to hit my head, so they needed to adjust the rig, so I, I, I feel comfortable, and they did it just immediately. Also, when, when it came to measuring, uh, uh, they had everything, like the ladder for rope, they, they helped with everything. So, yeah, very. it was a pleasure doing it here, and uh, I, I felt very welcome. That's great. How long will you stay in France for? Are you planning to train for a bit there? Uh, for two weeks uh, and then I'm going back uh, like the plan was to take uh, these uh, two two weeks more of uh, more like off-season training uh, back to accessory and uh, lifting uh, and then when I come back home uh, then I have I hope five five plus one so five weeks of training and one week of papering for uh, semifinals and I hope it's uh, lowlands, and I'm planning my uh, training on uh, that that I will compete in lowlands. So, yeah, because I don't have a British visa or English visa, oh, whatever. Oh God! So yeah. <laughs> I, I can't really travel to strength in depth uh, because right now there is uh, it's uh, complicated to get English visa, uh, and for Serbians we need at least one and a half or or more. Two, two, three months to get uh, uh, their visa. So yeah, it would be very complicated for me to go to to strengthen that. I already uh, messaged the CrossFit, so we'll see what happens. Fingers crossed that you yeah. don't have to. <laughs> I know that last year you had quite a lot of um, 
trouble getting visas for America. Oh, yes, visas are always problem for, for Serbians. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand why there's such a problem for Serbians, but... Uh, well, last year it was uh, COVID, so uh, it, it visas were totally uh, they like disabled it or how? Mm, yeah. So th- it was not possible to get visa at all, except uh, for emergency cases. And we uh, applied for emergency case, and they declined us immediately. But uh, but then uh, a friend of ours made a. a like post in, in journal, uh, in newspaper. Uh, yeah. So it went viral and uh, then U.S. Embassy saw it and uh, they called us for an interview and they gave us visa. So The power uh, of the media. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> um, so you, when you moved back to Serbia, when did you go back? Because you were training in America for a while, weren't you? Uh, yes, so uh, I was training in the US before Rogue, which was um, October, uh, but only for a week. I I went to Mayhem uh, to Cookville mm-hmm. uh, just just to meet everybody and see how I uh, like how I fit in 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 their crew. So um, yeah, uh, one week uh, before Rogue, I was there and. Uh, Usually, I, I train uh, between France and Serbia. Is it more? It's just easier for you to travel between France and Serbia than to try to be in America. Yeah, uh, like flights are very cheap and travel is very fast. Mm. So I, I need less than a half a day, like five hours. I'm between Serbia and France, so it's pretty easy. Ideally, would you rather train in a camp, in a group, or are you happy training w- alongside your brother and, an, and on your own? To be honest, I, I like to train alone, uh, and that's how I uh, improve the most. I know what where I need to push, I know what I need to do, so it's just more uh, easy on the head to train alone. Both me and Luca are, are training alone. We are not training together. We are uh, spending time in the gym together but we are not training together and um, i i like training in the group but uh, not all the time it it's uh, i i think there is a place for training uh, there's a time for training in the group and uh, i don't think i i will try in a group for a longer periods of time do you think that that's because um you feel more comfortable pushing yourself on your own or is it more that it takes it's more focused on your own or what's the reason to train on your own uh well i'm very competitive and i don't like to lose and uh at least uh, you know yourself (laughs) yeah and i don't want to make training uh competition competition is competition and training is training so Mm. uh i think uh there is there are times when training in the group like training camps and uh, preparation for the competition like games camp semi-camp whatever uh, it's it's great to train with other people just to know where where you are but uh, other than that i i really like like when i'm alone i somehow i i push the most okay so it's it's not good for you to train alongside your brother because you're constantly trying to compete with each other 
Exactly. Yeah. We tried once and we finished training in 15 minutes. <laughs> so <laughs> it was really, it was not very good for for both of us. Yeah, they, they can't go to competitions 365 days of the year. <laughs> exactly. You'd be exhausted. <laughs> yeah, but but we push each other outside of training like we are uh I know when he's training, I know when he's resting, I know when he's having massage, I know everything so I need to do the same thing so he's not going to be ahead of me <laughs> so it's always constant <laughs> constant mental push what's the age difference between the two of you i'm uh, three years older oh. so i'm 26 uh, he's 23 so you obviously have the high ground i'm the eldest in my family and i'm used to beating them as well I, <laughs> it's hard to maintain when you become a grown-up yeah, when they suddenly, <laughs> as big as you are, I used to beat my brothers at every game in the back garden when we were little. It was just easy to beat them. So it became quite hard for me when they grew up and they were actually like physically bigger than me and stronger than me and could do all the stuff that I could do. Yeah, I understand that. I get the eldest child thing. What what um what are your strengths compared to him? What do you are the things that you definitely will always beat him at? Uh, yeah, uh, well, I was a swimmer for, uh, for I was water polo player for 10 years and I can beat him in swimming with, without my arms. <laughs> so yeah, that's one thing. <laughs> he never, he never did any swimming. Okay. No, that's, a huge, he, that's, that's a huge thing as well, isn't it? For the games. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's big advantage to have, um, that kind of a uh, skill in, in your arsenal. So, yeah. And um, what else, what other what would you say are your your weaknesses then, or do you have any? Uh, <laughs> well, uh, I have I have some, but I've I've worked on it very much. Like for example, uh, just looking at the quarterfinals last year and this year, uh, there last year there was lifting event and uh, sprinting event, same as this year. And last year I placed uh, two hundred plus in lifting event. And this year I placed 49th. And oh. uh, last year I placed uh, 150th in the sprinting event. And this year I placed 35th. So, well done. so it was just those were the weaknesses, but now I'm getting uh, more balanced. So, yeah. You must feel pleased with yourself. Can you repeat, please? You must feel pleased. Yes, yes, results. yes. Very much, very much. Yeah. And d when you went into those um, events, did you feel nervous or did you feel ready? Oof, I, fe I feel nervous before every event, but I feel especially nervous before an uh, event that I know I'm, I'm not going to be like top five. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, especially before lifting events, before, sorry, before sprinting events. Before sprinting events, I'm always tensed i don't know why but it's always like i know i need to focus very much and it's it, those nerves come to me but yeah like i don't know why but always that kind of events what do you say to yourself when you're in that situation do you do you have self-talk or do you just feel the nerves i i usually feel the nerves but i i try to calm myself like it's going to be over in three minutes so just, just push and try to do your best. Mm. Because and, and it all comes down to that 
tiny amount of time, all these months and months and years of work. So you have to be so focused in that moment, don't you? Yeah, uh, and it's it's different when it's a live competition because you don't get second chance. Uh, but uh, when it's online and and you have the whole day for one workout, it's uh, a little bit takes some of the pressure off of you but um, it, it's still like you want to do good first time so you're finished but um, if you don't you you still have a second chance but uh, did you, did we you... ask go, go ahead i was gonna say did you choose to redo any of the workouts uh i i decided to redo sprint uh so i i no, no, no. The the uh, rower burpee box jump oh, right, and yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I decided to redo that one. Uh, Fifteen minutes after I finished <laughs> my first attempt, it's like, no, uh, it's not enough. I must do it again. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but uh, I was I was pleased with with, with my performance, and uh, I actually didn't beat my time. Oh. I I did uh, my first attempt at two fifty six, and. Uh, I just wanted to try different strategy because I based a little bit on the burpee box jump overs and uh, I just wanted to start much more hot. Mm -hmm. uh, so let's say in my first attempt, I came to the bar and in two minutes and two seconds. And in my second attempt, I, I beat myself by 10 seconds coming to the bar, but then I missed the first snatch. <laughs> Because I was I was blacked out and, yeah. and just I, I finished the workout, but I was two seconds slower than the first time. What have you learned from that experience? <laughs> like, don't go like red line from the start, but um, it's uh, it was good because I made myself do it again, and uh, I overcome that those nerves, and uh, I. Uh, I definitely improved myself in those kind of workouts uh, by doing it twice that day. Have you got a coach as a... Yes, yes, I have a coach. Uh, Facunda uh, from Mayhem, yeah. But not physically not with you? No, 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 not with me physically. So how do, do, how do you communicate with your coach when you're in those situations? Do they give you strategy tips or are you just doing it on your own? No, I I think I'm uh, in in the sport for a long time, so I know what to do, and I usually just uh, tell him, "Hey, I'm about to do this one," and just tell him the score after. Uh, he definitely gives uh, some advices in 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 the workouts where where I want to know the advice, but uh, when it's a workout like this. Or is just 30, 20, 10? <laughs> what is there? Just go all out just and try to do your best. Yeah. <laughs> and who else have you got in your team? I mean, do you have um, do you have anybody who's like in your back office, as it were, looking after you, taking care of things for you? Do you have a, a manager or an agent? No, no, I have uh, my girlfriend and my family. Those are your people. Yeah. I can lean on them 100%. Yeah. So you um, you would have been the person negotiating deals with, with your sponsors, for example. You don't have anybody doing it for you. Uh, no. I, I started a um, 
work with one of the agents, but uh, uh, we just didn't agreed on the same terms. But uh, yeah, I now I'm alone in so, in that regard. So you negotiated the deal with Tia? No, no, that so, that's yeah. I that's I, I had an a agent. yeah. Because I was going to ask you if you had any advice for athletes in the same position as you who don't have an agent, because it's it's such a big important factor, isn't it, in being yes. able to be a professional athlete is to have good relationships with your sponsors. Do you have yes. any thoughts on that? Uh, yes, I would definitely recommend uh, if if you have the opportunity to work with somebody, go for it, because those people are uh, doing it both for you and for themselves, so they will uh, try more. And uh, uh, try to do your best in, in competitions so people get to know you. And yeah, social media is important. Try to post as much as, as you can and uh, get people to know you from, from like the other side, just outside of, of training and competing. Like try to show your other side. So yeah, that's, that's about it. I think it's um it's it's something that a lot of pro athletes don't know how to do or they don't know or they don't realize um how much time it's going to take them out of their training day just to be present on social media is a job in itself isn't it Yeah I'm I'm not very good in that to be honest I uh I try to post but it somehow like I I'm not doing it every day I I try to like go on my stories and post something funny, but like post, I, I, I'm not very influence. I'm not very good influencer, I would say, but I'm trying to get there. I think uh, there's it's such a a fake thing to to be now an influencer. You can just be yourself. Yeah. Just be yourself. I think people will like you as you are. Um. Tell me a bit about the the season as it's going for you. Now that we are through quarterfinals, we're going towards semifinals. Are you looking at, um, well, you came ninth last year in the game, so we're hoping to see you back at the games. Will you? Do you expect after that to do other competitions or will you just take some time off? It's a, it's a tough question, but uh, I for now, my only priority is the games. Uh, I had the best off-season yet, uh, in a sense that I think I improved a lot, as, as I told earlier. like I balanced out my weaknesses, and I kept my strengths at decent level. Uh, so that was uh, a success, and... Uh, uh, right now, focus is on semis and then games. But after that, I think uh, there are four competitions that I'm considering. Uh, there is a rogue invitation. If I go inside top 20 at the games, then, then I will get an invite. But uh, if not, then uh, the, in the same period of time, there is Madrid uh, CrossFit Championship. It's Now it's the biggest CrossFit competition in Europe. I, with, know, I, was, I was there last year. It's mad. With that kind of uh, prize purse that they gave for, for this year, they will attract a lot of people. And uh, then Dubai or Wadapalooza. It's too close to go to both of those. But um, 
Dubai is kind of my favorite, but I want to, there's only Vodapalooza that I haven't competed at. So I want to check that also, like be there and then see everybody says it's an awesome experience. So I want to, want to see that. I watched um, a lot of coverage of Wadapalooza um, in December. Was it December or January? January. And I just got such bad f- FOMO. I just really badly wanted to be there, didn't you? Same. It looks, Same. It looks so much fun. Lively sunny days, everybody having a great time, loads of really like standout moments. And it was just, ah, oh, I want to be there. Looks like a party. <laughs> yeah, it does. It looked like everyone was having a blast. And uh, yeah, I, I would like to go to Waterpalooza and just to, just to um, soak it in. But I hear that it's quite, again, it's a huge event and it's quite, a, it's quite demanding on if, even the spectators feel like they've done yeah. a workout by the end of the day. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to ask you a couple more questions. So I wondered about who you looked up to in the sport. Who are your heroes? Who did you look to when you were starting? When I was starting, definitely rich running. Uh, I was always uh, trying. I, I actually looked at his snatch technique the, the most when I started with this early arm bend. And then I started doing it. And then I, uh, had, then I worked with the coach. And he's like, who taught you this snatch? This is, very, this is not technique that you're supposed to use. <laughs> so, but it, 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 it works for rich, so... Yeah, uh, yeah I, I needed to switch my technique from, from there, but yeah, Rich definitely. And uh, it was such a like uh, inspirational moment for me when I got to meet him mm-hmm. uh, in the, and, and train in, in the barn. It was just uh, crazy. Like It was something that I was dreaming of for, for, for a long time. So it was Did like try- goals. Did you try to beat Rich Froning? No, we actually. I was I was there for a, for a week, and th- that was a tapering week before a competition. So he didn't allow us to train very much, uh, just like intensity and uh, accessories and stuff. So if we didn't go against each other. <laughs> it would have been fun. Yeah, I think that would have been knowing what I know about you now. I think that could have been a a pretty feisty moment. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. And what about other fellow athletes in the sport? Have you made friends with anybody or are you close to anybody that you compete with? Well, my brother the most, but mm-hmm. uh, other than that, I, I, I think I made the uh, biggest connection with Canadians. Uh, Patrick Wellner, Brent Fikowski and uh, Jeffrey Adler is one of the, my good friends from, from competing. Brent Vakowski is, in, is um, on the Athletes Council, isn't he? Yes. I, was, I think that, I mean, like from a, a professional athlete's point of view, I think it's really important that you're getting representation now because it seems to me that more and more and more your your voices and your input into the sport is, is needed. Exactly, yeah. Do you guys get um do you, do you guys get surveys or asked about your opinions? Yes, uh, like la- in the past week, uh, me and Luca got elected for a board of directors. So we are representing. Thank you. So we are, we are representing Europe, uh, and uh, yeah, we we are trying to uh, help the athletes with with everything we can, and uh, 
it's uh, very good to work with Brent because he's very uh, focused on what, what he does. And it's, um, it was very nice to hear his goals for, for this year with, with the athlete association. So I think uh, it's on the right path and uh, it's going in the right direction. Yeah. Well, I, I really hope that I get to see you at Lowlands because I am planning on coming to yell at people. <laughs> I, I hope, yeah. And, uh, and that I don't have to see you at Strength and Depth or you'll be stressing out about a visa. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. But uh, yeah, uh, Luca, Luca, is, uh, Luca had, has the visa for, for England because he signed with uh, Hustle. Uh, not too long ago and uh, he immediately took a visa so he can go to strength and depth or or to go to see craig and jazz they're here so, in mallorca at the moment yes i know so the weather so, has been awful really <laughs> yeah they I mean like it's hardly stopped raining it's a bit of a shame here is also like a couple of couple of uh, last days was were very sunny but now it's just rain 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 and it, the um, so that that would be even better for you guys, wouldn't it? Because then you're not going against your brother in the semi final. Yes, that that was our goal for for this this is the last season. We went completely head to head in in uh, German showdown. So I took second, he took third, and I hope this year they split us. So it's a little bit easier on our parents. <laughs> <laughs> There are some siblings out there, aren't there? You got Christoph and Nora. At least they don't yeah. go head to head. Yeah. Um, Sydney and Brooke Wells. You've got um, was a, back in the day there were the Fishers. There aren't many siblings. There are Panching brothers still. Of course, yes. That, that the, 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 the definitely uh, that's a threesome you don't want to have to get in a fight with, isn't it? As well. Yeah. Well, best of luck, Lazar. I hope that. Um, I hope uh, you have a great season. Thank you. And thanks very much for being on the show. Thank you very much. It was very, very easy to talk to you. Oh, cool. I'm glad. Thanks, Lazar. It was great to talk to you and best of luck at semis. If you are enjoying the podcast, please give it a five-star review wherever you listen. Subscribe and share it with your friends. It all helps. Until next time, thanks for listening and bye-bye. Don't miss the next episode. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts. Europe is Coming is a programme production and hosted by Vicky McLeod.